Hey everybody, welcome to the Blue Collar Built Podcast, a show about two brothers who are sharing their experiences or going through it. What's going on? Not much. I've been sitting on my ass a lot, as you know. Yeah. As you stated, that's where you thrive. I do thrive in that (laughs) spot. I get caught up into it very easily. I should be more, I I am aware of it, but I'm also like accepting to it because it's like, well, you know what? I'm just going to sit on my ass so I don't feel comfortable about it. And that's right around the corner. See, and it's it's weird to me because that's like I'm the exact opposite. Oh, I, I know. Definitely don't thrive in that environment. Mm-hmm. I feel like a piece of shit in that environment. And I currently do feel like a piece of shit, but it doesn't like it doesn't hit you though. No, like but for it, me, I, it hits me. It, but it's know. like a gauge for me. It's like my motivation. It's motivation for me. It's like after, a f- like, my tank gets filled up. The longer I sit, mm-hmm. like, my motivation just keeps, like, it just, and then I won't sit any longer. Right. Or I can't, but unfortunately, I don't yeah. really have a say in that this winter. No. So. I mean, you did sign up to do snow removal this year, so. Yeah, but that's hit or miss. That will as, be hit or as miss. you know, it could be drier than hell, or I, we could get dumped on. I hope for your sake you get dumped on. I do, too, because then I can make some money. Yeah, that would be that would be good. No, me personally, um, as you know, I and I think I said it on the last podcast. Yeah, I was I was already know. bored one day and signed up for the food delivery services like Uber Eats and DoorDash and yeah. So I've been dabbling with those in the last week. How many? So how many hours have you put in just those hours that you were talking about? No, or like twenty twenty hours. Let's see. So you did two days, about six hours yep. each day when you two texted a, me. Two and a half days. Two and a half days. Yeah. Um, 15 hours and 53 minutes total active time. Okay. So. And do you turn that, do you, are you sitting at home when, walk me through the process because I'm kind of curious. Are you just like, all right, I'm going to DoorDash. Are you looking at your phone like, oh, there's a bunch of orders out here. I can go DoorDash. So the first day I was very inefficient with it Um, because there is tricks to it. So there's, uh, and and I had to learn this. So you, you have like, there's a general ratings column. Okay. And one What's of the that seventy four percent. Are you slacking, motherfucker? No. So, so <laughs> that's actually a really good percentage for that. Oh, okay. So that's the seventy four percent is the acceptance rate. If you see everything else, uh, I'm in the green. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I know. I just saw a window and I took all it. all A's, mom. Um, no. So the acceptance rate is how many like. If they send you a dash, you get the option to decline or accept it. Yeah. Um, the more you accept, the more your ratings go up. So meaning that means out of every four orders, I'm only declining one. Yeah. The higher you leave that acceptance rate, the more priority they give you for the like the bigger ones. So you try and keep that up. Um, okay. But it's kind of hard because we live right next to Omaha. And sometimes there might be one that comes across there and it's like $3 because the person's not tipping and you got to pick up on West Broadway and deliver it like over to 60th Street in Omaha. 
Yeah. And it's like, uh, obviously, I'm, not, I'm right. not doing that because I'm going to burn more fuel. So I'm going to decline this order. What if it's like a $10 tip? Then it's like. Then, well, yeah. So I need so, to take that into consideration when I'm door dashing. I yes. always kind of figured that was the case. Yes. So you can see the tip amount before mm-hmm. you accept the order. Right. Yeah. But then, so I've never ordered DoorDash. Which is how it should be. After doing this, which we'll get into. So our, our topic's kind of about this. Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually, I guess, supposedly, like if you order DoorDash, you mm-hmm. can offer the tip up front, which then the person bringing you the food like me can see how much the total order is worth for me bringing it to you. So I get a base pay that DoorDash pays, right. and then I get the tip that you gave DoorDash for me, and I right. get 100% of those tips. Well, that's so, good. That's good. But, but then I guess there's also an option at the end, like, you're like, oh, that dude was, like, super nice. I'm going to give him another dollar. Like, you can up that tip after the order's delivered. Yeah, I'm sure there's people... I think I've given just cash to my dasher before. Yeah, and I've gotten a couple of cash ones. So so sometimes it's kind of tricky because you might see that $3 one, but that person might be sitting on five bucks worth of a tip for you. And you probably already know this, but there's there's like a minimum tip amount. I think Mm -hmm. it's $3. Yeah. $3. Yeah. But I, dude, there's actually been quite a few. There's like no tips. Not shocked. Yeah. Not shocked at all. Yeah. That's why most times it's like the college students. Yeah. Which I get. Yeah. I mean, kind of. No. (laughs) No. You definitely want to avoid the the college kids because they're not very ripe with money. Right. Um. But again, you got to be careful how many you decline because if that starts falling to a certain percentage, they're not going to prioritize orders to you because they're going to go well. You know, let's say your acceptance rating's at 50%. There's a one in two chance that this guy's not going to accept this order. And then we got to find somebody who's not in the area to come. I kind of like that system a little bit because it keeps the drivers Mm -hmm. having to kind of pick up orders regardless of the tip. Yeah, so that's the long and short of what I'm doing this winter. Now, I have been doing it, as I said, for, I mean, totally 15 hours. Let's call it 16 hours. Mm-hmm. Two two full days worth of work time right. in it. It hasn't been bad. I mean, I don't, I don't have to be doing this for the money by any means. It's for me to get out of the house. Yeah. So I've been averaging about 20 bucks an hour, but again, that first day I was so inefficient. So a lot of the time on the first day was just me figuring out like the acceptance rating, how to calculate, because you only get like 30 seconds to decide if you're going to accept. And then if you let it go, it just takes it away from you. Mm -hmm. So you got to kind of look at, and they do, when it pops up, it pops up the overall miles for the delivery. So to the restaurant, to the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you got to kind of decide, okay, this is 10 miles. Well, if I'm in Brenda's car, that's half a gallon. So it's only going to cost me a dollar. Is that the car you're taking? That was my next question. Are you driving your truck around or well, are you taking the car? Well, I've been doing both. Because, dude, the other thing is, is, like, in an eight-hour time period, if you're not careful, you can fuck around and put, like, 150, 200 miles yeah. on a car. Yeah. 
So if I'm doing that five days a week, that's a thousand miles a week. I don't want to put that on Brenda's nice car. No. I don't, that's you know, the only thing my truck, I don't care. Besides, like, obviously, like, the tax information I mm-hmm. have to, besides collecting unemployment, that's the thing that would deter me away from being a dasher is the amount of miles you have to put on your car. Right. Same thing with just Uber drivers. You know, I w- parts of me wish that I had just, like, an older beater car. You know, something reliable, but mm-hmm. something that still gets, like, 20 miles to the gallon, because then I wouldn't care. So I've been kind of like using my truck in the morning. Like when she takes the kids to school, I start the day in my truck and try and just do local stuff. But then the other part is, is, you know, my truck, 13, 14 miles to the gallon, it's not, it's not productive. I mean, I still make money, but no, it's significantly but f- less. Well, the fuel charge is going right. to be more. Whereas the fuel in her car is more, but I also don't want to put the mile. So I've been kind of trying to even it out so when when do you start i know you you're just doing this and obviously we have more stories that you have to talk about but yeah. i'm still kind of curious do you start in the morning and is there actually like breakfast like people want to so, get breakfast in the morning so i start just like i would start one of our regular work days i'm out of the house by you know 6 30 i go and grab my coffee real quick and then i turn dash on Okay, so and it's there's... really busy in the morning. Really? Yes. So from about I'd say from like six to nine thirty, it's really busy with like people just like wanting like Starbucks or just like Starbucks. I've done Burger one coffee King order. Breakfast, McDonald's people breakfast, want Taco food. Bell breakfast. Yes. Okay, so people fast food, food breakfast. Yep. Okay, that is um, interesting. The other thing is grocery orders too. So like I can go to Hy-Vee and pick up a grocery order for somebody. Yeah. Um, the weird one is like gas stations. Like people pay to go pick up like gas station stuff. Gas station food? Not even like food, dude. I'm talking so one like order. A Mountain Dew or not? Yeah, like one order I got the other day, which was awesome because it paid me fourteen fifty. I went to Casey's. Picked up a bag of chips. Mind you, I say picked up. They have it ready in a bag already. Mm-hmm. So I just grab it. Yeah. It was a bag of chips, Reese's peanut butter cups, um, M&M, uh, peanut butter, a bottle of water, and two sugar cookies. And I had to deliver that. Sound like you're dashing for Larchek. <laughs> I, you know... It, that dude's definitely smoking something and he's got the munchies. No. <laughs> That's got I knew it. exactly. I knew as soon as I picked it up in my mind, I'm like visualizing the kind of person who does this. Mm-hmm. Security guard. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh my God. It was for a security guard and it was the exact kind of person you would imagine would order that kind of food mm-hmm. from. Without me getting too rude. Yeah. But, um, that's fine. their own, man. I mean, I get it. I get, if, that's what you, if that's what you want to do. But it was just, dude, the first, and this was the first day. The first day was just so eye opening to me. I'm like, fuck, people, like, no wonder why we are in such a place in society of this, like, lazy, soft, it's because I can get on my phone 
and order a bag of Lay's and some freaking Reese's peanut butter cups and have it delivered right to my. Yeah, it's a fantastic app. I love it. Um, I <laughs> I think there's a place for it, right? So like, I'm torn now. Like, obviously, I'm still gonna do it because it's keeping me busy, and that was my whole goal behind it. Mm-hmm. Be busy, um, make a little bit of money that I can just use for whatever, mm-hmm. right? So, the whole goal behind me dashing is we have a huge spring. Um, as far as our business finances go. And in my mind, this is how I look at it. I could use that and pay myself through the winter, be completely fine, start off next year, still be, be good to go. Mm-hmm. Or everybody knows if you're a regular listener that I have these big goals, right? One of those ways to hedge that goal a little bit faster is by doing something like this so I don't have to draw from the business to mm-hmm. pay myself through the winter. I do something like this. It's just enough to cover what I need for my personal expenses. Yeah, minimizing the losses right. from not working. But yeah. yeah. So if I can use this essentially to just cover my month, these like three, four months worth of personal expenses, then I can minimize the amount of money I have to pull from the business to pay myself, which means when we start in the spring, we're starting with a whole bunch of money in the business account mm-hmm. to add to it, which is going to project our goal that much faster. Yeah. So that's my way of thinking. Plus my other thing is, is, you know, with some of my mental health stuff, like my anxiety and whatnot, like I don't do well sitting. Mm-hmm. So to sit for three months straight inside my house, like is not healthy for me. Right. So this is something that's at least productive. And, yeah. you know, even if it's a break, even with the fuel, I get the fuel right off for the business. So, you know, yeah. there's a lot of things I look at. Absolutely. What else was I, I had something else that you went off on. Um, yeah, so you had that one guy. Oh, mm-hmm. that's what I was going to say. Um, it's It's a fantastic app. When I was a couple minutes ago, I said that. But it's amazing to me that, and I do it too, I will order a pizza from that app just so I don't have to get up, and it's going to cost me like $15 more to get that pizza than if I don't just go fucking pick the thing up. That's what my <laughs> that's what blew my mind, dude. So, a so that's a whole different level of lazy, and I, I am that type of lazy if I want to be, oh, obviously, because I order from DoorDash, but yeah, that's dude. it right there. You just don't want to leave your fucking house or your apartment. So you're going to spend 15 extra dollars to get your pizza or your Reese's Pieces or your pop or whatever. That's, that's where, what's mind-blowing to me. But I do that. That I was do do right. That. And that's what was so mind-blowing to me. The And one of the best examples, um, and mom and dad laughed when I was telling them about this. I delivered essentially two donuts from Dunkin' Donuts over to Omaha. Again, this was day one. Yeah, Hadn't figured it out. I probably lost money in fuel on that one. I got it figured out now, though. I did the math. Those two donuts probably cost that lady close to $20. Yes. What the fuck? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, That's why if you're going to get DoorDash, mind-blowing. it needs to be like in order. Like a full, like, mm-hmm. it's got That's what I don't understand. I'm not going to have some dasher 
go get me chips and Reese's Pieces, and it costs me $20 Right. when there's a gas station less than a mile from me. And that's not even, like, so when I first started, I had this vision in my head of, like, I guess who I was going to be delivering to. Mm-hmm. It was businesses, like people who are at work who can't leave, mm-hmm. right? It was same with people who work at home, like like maybe Brenda, which Brenda doesn't DoorDash, but people who work from home who can't leave to go get lunch mm-hmm. and don't, for whatever reason, don't want to go to their kitchen and make lunch, mm-hmm. which to me is interesting. Um, elderly or disabled people, I figured I'd be delivering a lot to that. Or um, the other one, which I'll probably won't see a lot because I don't do it on the weekends, is like intoxicated people, people who shouldn't be out driving. That's typically I think the app is wonderful for those for those situations. I think the app has a place. Yeah, not the case though. Eighty to ninety percent of my deliveries are stuff people easily could have went and got their. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then on top of that, they're ordering food they probably shouldn't be eating anyways. Like, no. I have to say that. I don't want to sound, like, self-righteous. You also but... don't know, maybe, because I feel that way, too, when I'm uh. ordering from the fucking app. I'm like, these people think I'm a fucking slob, but look at my diet the rest of the week. Right. But obviously. But I can also look at you when I drop the food yes. off and go, okay, yes. this dude probably only does this on the weekends when he's drinking. Yeah. Like I'm not, and I and I hate that, and that's why I wanted to talk about this because you're very good about offering an alternative perspective, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to get better about seeing a little wider view. But to me, I'm gonna use the word simple. Like to me, it's so it's so simple just to not order the McDonald's. Like just don't order it. Eat something better. Yeah, but it sounds really Make good. Make something better. <laughs> that's the problem. Right, it's it's tough for me to get over that hump too. But I I can't I can't I don't think I'm able to streak any any longer than maybe two days. If I'm eating shitty, it's gonna be for like two days in a row, and then something kicks in. And I'm like, holy fuck, I feel horrible. I I feel like once you're caught in that fast food pizza mm-hmm. chips pop, you you, you got to dig yourself out of there. Yeah, because that's what the majority of these people are probably doing, especially if you know they're overweight by just looking at them. Yeah, they're probably caught in some sort of trap. You know, and I'm not, I'm not meaning that like in a direct. Like I feel sorry. That spider or some of these. Oh yeah, we got a spider just hanging out with us on the podcast today. I mean, hardly a spider. (laughs) It looks like dust. I feel empathy for these people. I don't like. I'm not. I hope it's not coming off as I'm better than these people. Why are they doing that? I feel empathy for these people because there is a whole other side than just ordering DoorDash every day saying, leave it at my door so I don't have to communicate with people so they don't have to look at me because I'm ashamed of the fact that, like you Mm -hmm. just said, you know, these people who drop the food off probably think you eat shitty like this all the time. And then in your mind and, and you have no reason to think that. Mm-hmm. Think about the people who do. Like, I I feel bad. Like, you don't, that's not a world you have to live in. It probably in. hurts them, too. I ain't going to lie. Like, yeah. they, they're obviously not dumb. 
maybe some of them are. Who knows? They're probably thinking that same thing. This person thinks I'm a fucking. But I right, mean, dude. You know how many times, like I most times, I don't. That. I don't even hand it to people. They just want me to leave it by the door. Mm-hmm. That's what. Just that's what I picture. do too. And you just take a picture because you don't have to have that awkward. That's the. That's the reason I do it go. is because I don't want to converse with anybody. Right. That's why I'm not driving my own car to go get whatever grease I want because mm-hmm. I just don't want it. I don't want to talk to anybody. So just leave it at my fucking door. We well, and we've, I'll pick the grease up myself, oh, and I'll take it inside. It's and fine. We, I mean, we've had that discussion before too. Like that, if we all start going down that road, though, like it's not. I in my mind, I don't see it ending pretty. No, but I think the people that have got their health and diet figured out kind of like me i mean i'm still teeter but i kind of know like what's good to eat and what is bad to eat and i will feel bad about if i eat some shit but those people haven't figured it out yet like they just no if doordash wasn't a thing they'd be driving their cars to go get mcdonald's yes and that's why i say that's where the the empathy comes in because like have you ever watched the movie supersize me Yes. Okay. I like that movie because it shows how eating like that can be just as addictive as cigarettes. Mm-hmm. It oh, yeah. shows, like, I mean, that dude did a good job, I feel like, about documenting him starting and not eating that way. And then once he did get to a certain point after, like, two or three weeks, I think, like, he would videotape himself waking up at 2.30 in the morning and the first thing he would do is get the video camera and go, I'm up, and my body is literally craving and telling me to go to McDonald's right now mm-hmm. because I'm craving that grease. Oh, yeah. You know, so the empathy comes because these people are now in a repetitive cycle, and, and it's just like an addiction. Um, no different than any, any other addiction, and I'm not free from addictions, obviously. Yes. I have my fair share. I've broken yeah, my every, fair share. Everybody does. Um. It's just food's kind of a hard one, I think. Yeah, it's dangerous because I think it's dangerous, and I experienced this too. If you don't go without food for a while, you can taste how good, like, regular, ordinary, healthy food, how good it tastes. Yes. It tastes so good. And if you're eating McDonald's every day, that shit tastes so fucking good. So So good. And then you go eat an apple, and you're like, this thing is fucking shit. Yes. Yes, exactly, <laughs> because it doesn't taste as good. Yeah. But to your point, when I first did uh, 75 Hard two, almost three years ago now, I remember telling Brenda, because um, I was coming off of that, I was eating like shit, mm-hmm. I wasn't you know, doing anything close to what I do now. Mm-hmm. And, dude, yeah. I remember just eating mixed vegetables after like two weeks in with a little bit of salt on them going – I've never tasted something so incredible. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was insane to me how good. And it was so simple. It was just hungry. mixed vegetables, it's right? You're hungry. Yeah. If you're eating grease and like tons of calories every day. You're gonna get caught in that trap. You're gonna yeah. need something because you're probably actually not even hungry. No. You, you just, just want that taste. Yep. And when you eat healthy food, it tastes a lot better because you're actually hungry. Right. And especially with veggies and stuff, those will actually fill you up pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, they healthy. will. Yeah, just take up space in your stomach, really. 
right. obviously not a lot of calories there, but. So the other thing outside of the the eating aspect of this is because let's face it, you could you can DoorDash any just about yeah I anything mean, right. So you could DoorDash like a Panera salad, or you could even door. Even I mean, make food actually. No, it doesn't. I delivered have to be auto food. parts the other yeah. day. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. Um, so I, I I would say outside of the the mind blowing food aspect of this is the other side that um kind of reminds me of the movie idiocracy have you ever watched that yes fantastic movie yes okay so i never thought we could ever like like in my mind i'm like oh you know we could never get to a place where where society's actually like that mm-hmm. after doing this i could be like dude if we we're continuing down this road, which we eventually will. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see how we could end up in a similar scenario like that. 100%. I don't even think it really has to deal with food. I think it has to deal with like technology. And that's what I was getting at. We now have an app that allows you to not get out of your house to get the basic human needs you need. Food, you know, groceries, mm-hmm. the just the simple things you need in life. And it's not just like the apps that I'm working for. I mean, look at Amazon Prime. Look at, I mean, we're, oh, yeah. we're, we're getting to a point more and more where you don't have to get out. You don't have to interact like you were saying. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to get out and do it because I don't want to do it. But sometimes it's good for you to get out and have that experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in a, its most basic form, Getting out and communicating with somebody at a at a cash register is one of the easiest ways to get out of your comfort zone, which is not a bad thing at all to do. No. You know, we talk about that all the time when we're, you know, weightlifting or trying to get a new diet, or we were just talking about it with the work stuff. Yeah. You know, you were just talking about how um not continuously going, well, I've just never done this before. So you get put on the remedial tasks yeah. you just have to start doing it exactly yeah 100 percent. um but yeah i mean we could go down that 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 idiocracy rabbit hole because if if we somehow lose power and stuff how many and i'm probably i'm definitely part of this group what the fuck are you gonna do like nobody knows what's going on no like, do you know how to build a computer from scratch or anything like that? No, there's select people. That's where I think that could go. Obviously, it's really not part of our conversation. Right. No, I get you, though. But it's how fragile our society is becoming. If It, it kind of all goes together in a general sense of the thing, mm-hmm. but it's really soft. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, no, it's, it, it's, could, it could end like that. And we're going to keep progressing towards that, right? Obviously. People working from home. Power goes out. What, like, are what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Well, and that and that's just it. And let's, I mean, not to go too extreme, but yeah, I could think about what happens if that if that were to take place. Mm-hmm. Do you think how many people do you think could go? Okay, what do I need to do to create heat for my family if it's mm-hmm. winter time? Like if we lost power now for like three four days, you know, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to go. What do I do? Yeah. There's not going to be. It's not really I mean, their fault either. It's kind of like 
I mean, we don't even have to discuss this about technology. It's kind of just like, and we're kind of going way off the path here when I say this, but it's like, what if we run out of gas? Our whole society's fucked. But I'm not. I'm walking. I know what to do. But yeah, a you lot of people mean? are gonna be fucked. Yeah. And it's kind of it's it's an interesting. Maybe we should have a podcast on just maybe like something along those lines because I find that really interesting. Like shit could go. Any little thing could happen, and shit could go. We saw it with COVID a little bit. Could go just fucking haywire. Yeah, and, but I. I also think that that's the important reason why you need to get out and get out of your comfort yeah, zone get some, consistently. Get some grit, maybe that's not yes, the right word. Just have get some tough. grit. Yeah, I'm not saying you got to be fucking Superman. I'm just saying get out of whatever your comfort zone is because that's all subject to the person, right? Mm-hmm. Like your comfort zone is different than mine. Mm-hmm. There's things I'm willing to do that you're not, and there's things you're willing to do that I'm not. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is for you, get out of it mm-hmm. for, you know, a couple times a day. If if something seems like it's going to be hard and you got an easy route, go the hard route for a minute, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, you, like a multi-tool. That's what I'm kind of, yeah. that's kind of what I'm trying to develop into is like a, a multi-tool, if that makes any sense. I want to be yeah. good. Or decent a lot of different things you know and, and a simple thing like that could be okay instead of ordering doordash today i'm gonna get in my car i'm gonna go pick up my food mm-hmm. you know yeah it, it might be that simple for you mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be complicated nor do you have to do it all the time i'm not saying you have to live a path of hard if you don't want to i think your life would be better to me it's surprising how when you continuously do do the hard things, how much easier your life gets. Yeah, yeah. You don't need a mound of stress on you because you're constantly trying to push the envelope of your right. comfort zone. I enjoy that. That's where I thrive. I'm, I'm sure that's. I'm sure you do. But not everybody has to do that. Mm-hmm. Nor, right. nor do I think everybody should do that because it's not meant for everybody. But what I do think everybody should do is whatever their comfort zone is in their world. Push the boundaries of that just a little bit mm-hmm. because there will be a day like you talked about where we won't have something. Something will come up yeah, and you won't be able to handle it because you're not equipped to handle it. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, think we should definitely have a podcast on that because I could, I could really go down the rabbit hole on that type of shit. Oh, I'm sure. That'd be fun. Yeah. It would be, uh. Maybe we try and find a survivalist when we do something that. along those. Yeah, <laughs> something Bring along those lines we could really talk about. But no, I I think uh, you know the overall goal is just try and get out of your comfort zone just a touch. Mm-hmm. You know, let's not let this soft society turn everybody into. It kind of surprises me that you're surprised about that though. Because if you I look never at thought it, it was that bad. Okay, yeah. And I, I, I never in my in my wildest dreams, I would have never thought it was that bad. Um Yeah, 'cause you, I mean you hear it all the time, like America's got an obese problem. But mm-hmm. you're seeing it like first first hand. And that's what it is. But obviously at the same time you're 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 dissect you're looking at this people, judging a book by its cover, obviously. But still. Like there's issues with right. American society that well, and the and the majority have problems with food. 
And I would say the last thing that I will say about it, and this is probably the most frustrating to me because I don't, I can't stand it when people do this and you're with me every day. So you understand why I get so frustrated. People are willing to spend $20 to get two donuts delivered to them. And then they will turn around and bitch about how they don't have any money. Inflation's so high. Mm -hmm. And all these, you know, all these these bad things that are happening to 100%. them, yet they're not they're not doing themselves any favors to help remedy some of that or at least attack some of that. Yeah, one hundred percent. And that that was probably my biggest problem. Because I, I you know, I was telling dad that and dad you you must get this from dad because he goes, you know, well, what if that's what makes them happy? And mm -hmm. I said, I I have no problem with somebody being happy. The problem I have is that person claiming this is what makes them happy and then turning around and bitching about the other stuff. Yeah. There's, you can't have There's more to that conversation than just makes someone, someone happy because, like I said, you could be judging this book by its cover mm -hmm. and they could have some serious, maybe they're random stuff. Maybe their dad beat them. Maybe their parents were alcoholics. Maybe they didn't have real parents and they're fine happiness and food. Right. That type of thing. So, I mean, it's it's tough. There's more to that than just they're just happy, right? Yeah. Maybe there's some of those people. But personally, I think it's 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 capitalism. It's genius. This company is feasting off of people who don't want to move and love food and are lazy. That's all this is really it. And on top of that, it, the genius in it is it, a, it gives these people the ability to dive more into those kind of habits the lazy eating that's not why moving. it's genius because they're making it and even so it's just easier. gonna be more you know they're gonna make more and more money off of it because they're providing the ability for that to get worse yes yeah. that's why i said at the end of it try and get out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. let's not let and i'm i'm a capitalist i'm a business owner but let's not let these corporations win by feeding off of us becoming inferior to who we should be yeah and that's exactly in my opinion that's exactly what's happening that yeah. was the business model for this doordash uber eats it's mm -hmm. like these people want greasy food yep and we're gonna give it to them real quick and they don't yep. even have to move nope it's it's a wonderful thing for those kind of people yeah well that's all i got this week you got any final thoughts nope all right, feel free to check us out or reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram at the Blue Collar Built Podcast. We'll catch you next week.